Welcome to the She Is Awesome podcast, the home for women business owners filled with extraordinary stories, giggles, and thoughtful conversations, offering inspiring takeaways for your life and your business. So, okay, so one thing that you have said is, and I really want to go in there because actually I really want to explore this idea of discipline because you teach me to be disciplined or remind me to be disciplined. I remember 10 years ago, I was coached by a business coach and I was saying, I'm not a disciplined person. You know, I don't have discipline. And I thought that discipline was something innate that you're born with. Mm. And now I can say I'm, I'm pretty disciplined. You know, I know that I need flexibility and I don't mm. think that that is against discipline, but I became a disciplined person. And I know that you're disciplined as well. And I believe that discipline is core of anything you want to build. Mm. What like from relationship to health to wealth to whatever. Mm. What is your perspective on discipline? How did you build yours? Because you come across as very disciplined as well. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I guess what I would like to say about discipline is Whenever I take a word like that, that's so big and so loaded, I like to know the meaning of it. I quite often look it up in a dictionary because quite often you can find that the meaning has changed over time. And simply by convenience of use, we've imprinted something on it that it doesn't necessarily mean. And we lose the energetic quality of it. And I went many years ago now in another process that required me to have immense discipline and consistency. And people kept mentioning this word discipline. You must have discipline. You must have discipline. And I, what is this discipline? And I went and looked it up and I love my Latin words, hence the reason vanitas. And discipline comes from our our most early use of that word is, is Jesus, you know, is, is disciple. Okay. And you think, well, how is, what's that got to do with rigidity and stand, you know, standing firm and nothing. Discipline is to remain teachable, you know, is to be a disciple of whatever you are doing. So it's to remain teachable and it's to stay consistent. And for me, hearing you say that you are not disciplined is not true at all. I mean, I've coached many people now, and you are so teachable. Your doors are wide open. You ask questions, but you are so teachable, you know, and that is ultimately discipline. And, And I think you mentioned the word flexibility. And often the mistake that people make around discipline is that it's rigidity, that it's inflexibility, that you're not going to budge or shift. And that is what doing the ketogenic diet takes, or that is what doing intermittent fasting takes. And of course, those are not things that you can marry alongside. You can do them for a certain amount of time, but your resolve goes and you can't do them in combination with eating out socially. You can't do them in combination with going on holiday. You can't do them in combination with other things in your life. So discipline is simply to remain every morning to wake up and ask yourself, how can I not close off? You know, how can I not close my mind off to the actions that are going to create consistency? And nutrition and training are, and as you know, handstanding has been something that I have loved and enjoyed and progressed in hugely. And the beauty about them is you don't get the results instantly. And it's this delayed gratification. You show up, you do four weeks worth of input, and then all of a sudden you're given a result. 
you know, that's commensurate with your input, which then gives you the dopamine hit or the motivation or the spirit to carry on and do the next four weeks. And so discipline for me is actually a very spiritual pursuit. It's to show up day in, day out, taking the actions without knowing what the results are going to be, but having a sense of trust in this larger umbrella that you have trusted in, which in in the case of nutrition is that nobody defies the physiological laws of nutrition. Nobody defies the physiological laws of exercise and stimulus, training stimulus. So, you know, we spoke earlier about wearing your body and you said some people are fortunate, some people are unfortunate. And I liken it to, you know, some people have curly hair, some people have straight hair, some people have brittle hair, some people don't have any hair, but you can wear your hair whether it's a wig or short or long or coarse or fine, as you choose. It's not about being genetically fortunate. You have agency in this. And, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, is now starting to be explored is we went through this phase around kind of the therapeutic mindset of toxic positivity, you know, of just pouring rainbows and unicorns on things that were sad and we should be angry about. And there is a movement, body positivity, which in its essence is wonderful, but we can misshape that positivity, turn it toxic and create, you know, a story that bodies that are unhealthy, well, just be positive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to have that internal positivity to take the next action, but we're still within a boundary of health. Mm -hmm. So discipline for me is about the mindset of staying teachable, of not diving into those toxic either side of justification and blocking out the new lessons. And the new lessons are always changeable. And and this is why it's so slippery, because one person's poison is another person's tonic. Mm. And one person's tonic is another person's poison. So the lesson that is available for you today, which might be, Jay, take a day off tracking your macros, enjoy some social time with your husband, it's his birthday. And that lesson might be completely toxic for somebody else who's very into the justification of, well, I should always be socially enjoying my food and you shouldn't restrict yourself at all and you shouldn't have any knowledge about what you eat. And for them, their project or discipline is going to be No, today you track your food and you understand your food and you know your food. So discipline is not track your food every day, go to the gym every day, do your mentoring, homework every day, because it has to vary for each person. And that's the internal discipline. Yeah. Wow. Wise. Thanks. (laughs) It is. It is. That's my take on discipline is as soon as we attach it to an external action, we've lost it. That's great. Okay, so now I have a question. Now, you're a founder, essentially, right? Founder of Bonitas Method. You are a business owner as well. You have clients. How do you bring discipline to your business? How do I bring discipline to my business? So that's a really great question. I love it. And it's probably the area that I struggle to remain teachable in the most. And one of the reasons being the new world of technology. It frightens me. Mm-hmm. And we find it the hardest and the easiest to get rigid when we're frightened. Mm. So that's why people adopt very extreme things like the ketogenic diet or juice fasting or something. We're frightened. 
that's when we get rigid because it simulates discipline. It's mm. not actually discipline. Mm. Or we go to the other end of the spectrum. We party. <laughs> party. And we party. So how do I stay disciplined in my business? I meditate in the morning. And sometimes my meditation takes the form of breath counts. And sometimes it takes the form of journaling. And I always hesitate to say it because, you know, I sort of visualize, certainly when I used to hear people say they meditated, I visualized that they had a very clean room in their house that had, you know, a, a deity and some petals that they replaced weekly. And, 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 you know, I would get caught up on this idea of the room has to be clean. The petals have to be new. The deity has to be, the beads have to be right. It doesn't have to be any of those things, you know, it can literally just be me sitting down at the kitchen table, feeling the wood beneath my hands. And I take conscious breaths and I notice what tries to pull my attention away. Alternatively, I might take out my phone, this very spiritual device, open the notes app, <laughs> And write a bullet point, what are the things that are frightening me? And once those things are clarified, I can try to notice the things that I get rigid around. I must do three hours of this. I must do this. I must do that. Or the things that I, you know, oh, I think I'll just organize the cutlery drawer. You know, my, that's my kind of partying. So staying present to the fears and then using tools like if the fears are very big, I have to go back to the tools, a to-do list. Mm doing the hardest things first. That, that's something I found very useful. Doing one thing every day that frightens me. You know, these are all things that come from books that talk about food, that talk about exercise, that talk about relationships, that talk about being a parent, that talk about, you know, up-leveling your skills in any area. And I still use those techniques now. Mentorship, that keeps me disciplined, that mm. keeps me teachable, that keeps me in the task, not getting too rigid, not saying I'm not going to do it. So that's how I stay disciplined within my work. Well, my friend, thank you for listening to this She Is Awesome podcast. If you want to share your extraordinary story and dare to inspire others, send an email to hello at academyv.com. You can find the email address in the show notes. Well, let's meet here again next week. Take care. Bye now.